We just out here skating, you know, every day we do so. Let's fucking sir! Let's go! We in this bitch. I really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is modern day hippie shit. Three, two, one. We are live. Back in effect, you feel me? What's good, Ooh. everybody? Pulling double this. Yeah, if it looked like we wearing the same shit, it's because we is, you know, we this. <laughs> we just, uh, the only difference is we just, you know, brushed our teeth and stepped outside for a little bit. But oh God, we coming in full effect all summer. Yes, sir. Look, look, look. I'm just, this is a disclaimer. For any, any of the Fifi's that's listening, if I if I'm not replying, I'm I'm it's because I'm putting in work. It's because I'm focused. That's all I'm gonna say. Facts. But um I don't gotta ask how you doing, I already know. Uh <laughs> no, actually, wait, no, can you ask me? Yeah, how are you doing, man? I'm actually doing better than the last pod because I found my AirPods. I had I didn't know where they was. I thought I left them at the restaurant. That's why I was telling my mom to go, but Found them in the car, so I'm doing, I'm doing just like a bit better, you know. I was this is 250, you know, so I almost lost 250. Well, yeah, 250. Even though a very special friend gave it to me, so I appreciate you always. Thank you. Yeah, and like I feel better than I did at the beginning of the last pod too, because we back in effect. I love yeah. these conversations, you know. Just like literally the the our last pod. If you're gonna listen to it. Turn this one off, or you can listen to this one, but go listen to the last one for sure. That's a good one. There's a good story time there, but really just some good gems all around yeah. the place. That's what yeah. one this, one, this one we're gonna try to we're gonna try to keep it. You feel me? Keep this it on. one. I'm not even gonna lie. This one's gonna be all over the place because yeah, we've got to talk about a serious topic towards the end, but we want to have more fun in the beginning towards this one. So we're gonna have fun first. <laughs> All right. So, okay, we can start off. How's the skating been, Brody? Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. When, <laughs> like, during the school year, I was slacking. Like, I was slacking a lot skating. Like, I was still, I skated, if not every day, almost every day, but I wasn't working at it. If that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Like, I got comfortable with the level I was at. So, I was just like, I, I mean, I was good enough to, like, where I'm ollieing up stuff pretty comfortably and, like, not fucking falling and shit. And, like, that's – and, like, just – you know, I hill bomb all the time. I'm really comfortable hill bombing now. But, um, yeah, I just got comfortable and content with where I was. So, I wasn't necessarily working how I should have been and, like, going to the park and all that. But uh, ever since I came down here, I've been to the park – I think three out of four days I've been here, including the day. I'm probably going to go after we get off this pod. 
Um, I went yesterday. I was out there for five hours. I felt good about that because it was hot as fuck, too. And I ain't going to lie. I probably sat down for like an hour and a half, but that's just because I ran out of water. And I was like, bro, I do not feel like passing out of this Because <laughs> <laughs> it was hella hot. But I mean, even then, like, it was incremental sit-downs. Like, I, would, I was working on a lot of uh, transition stuff yesterday. I kind of got 50-50 stalls, kind of, uh, and kind of feeble stalls, kind of. They're kind of weird, though. And I just was working on my rock the fakey and rock the regular. Nice. Shit like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm getting more comfortable on the board. My ollie's getting better. I try and ollie, like, literally, whenever I see a sewer and I'm just, like, riding in the street, I'll just try and ollie over it, just, like, the work in it. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I've been trying to kickflip. I feel like it's getting better. I just need to figure out what to do with my front foot. Because it's rotating and shit, but my front foot just keeps, like, hitting the ground before it can, like, catch the board. And, like, I don't know what to do. Maybe you should try to flip more upwards. So that way your foot's, like, going this way instead of just going down. Bro, that's facts, actually. Because, yeah, it does go – yeah, I'll try that. Yeah. I honestly wasn't that – I skated yesterday for, like, the first time in a week because, bro, honestly, like, I've been sore as – because like I'm trying I'm like getting back into like the you know real like because I'm actually going to like a, a fighting gym now so like I'm trying to get back into it so I probably won't be skating seriously until like probably like June like mid-June because I need my body to get used to like that strain of like kicking stuff like that like I mean I was kicking stuff at the school but like it's different when you're like kicking pads and stuff so like my body's been sore so I haven't really been able to skate and bas- bro, basketball, that shit does a number on my body now. Like, that is crazy. Like, you know, my back tired was really, when I play. Not even tired, bro. My back, the first, when I played basketball the first time, bro, I literally could barely move the next day. Did you like, stretch? Yeah. yeah. Bro, I stretch, I stretch a lot. But it's just, bro, my body's not built for that right now. Like, it was back in the day, but not no more. So I was like sore as fuck for like a week. And then I did it again on Sunday and I got kind of sore, but it was just my legs this time. But, and I like, in I didn't take a day off of fighting either. So like, I was like sore, then went to go, you know, kick the bag and kick pads and box. So now I was double sore. So you feel me? But we, we you know, we getting back to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, I think that's something like, I need to pay a little more attention to, too, is, like, not overworking my body. Because, like, especially since my mind, my mental is so strong now, like, I'll try and push, 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 but my body isn't necessarily at that level yet. Like, it's still still growing. It's still getting to that level, but I feel like my mind, it damn near skipped all them other levels. And it's like, I'm not going to say I'm just fucking, you know, that nigga or whatever, because I still think I'm not shit. But, like, as far as mentally, I feel like I have a good control of myself mentally. And my body isn't up to par with my mental yet. Yeah. But, um, Speaking of skating, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, skating, like, it's – what what tricks have you been working on lately? Like, because I say that because yesterday – like, I was at the park, and even though I was out there for a while, like, I was cramping up and stuff. And, like, 
That shit was ass. Uh, the tricks I was working on yesterday, it was kind of just getting like, getting everything back together. So like, I did, I did a front, I did a couple front boards, which is a trick that I like, I couldn't really do a while ago, but front boards, I did like a couple five O's and like all the flat ground tricks, but I haven't been working on anything new because I'm like trying to get back in the midst of things. But how did you, did you see the North Hollywood movie? Uh, yeah, but before we get into that, um, like, I was working on my board slides on ledges. Like, bro, I have not been around a good freaking rail to board slides. So, literally, when I have to work on board slides, they're always on ledges. And I just, that's, that's just been a struggle right now. Right the now. one out at the park that we used to go to is, is, like, the best rail I've ever skated. Which, oh, at, um... What is it called? Centennial or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that one. But that rail is like. Bro, facts. That is a nice rail. They have like three perfect rails, matter of yeah. fact. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I kind of want to go back there. Bro, you got to hit that box. Bro, that box. Oh, God, bro, that box. Is <laughs> you can't let that box defeat you like that. That box fucked you up. Yeah. I was working on 50-50s, too, and I'm getting a little more comfortable doing them. But, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, before we get into North Hollywood, I was just going to say about basketball, like, uh, so yesterday these dudes came by and they were like working on my mom's shed cause she got a shed, um, that she's going to like use as her, uh, as like her hideout or whatever, you know, her, her woman cave. I don't know. What's the like opposite of a man cave? Like, I don't know. Woman sanctuary or whatever. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they were working. They were like, huh? A brothel. Yeah. <laughs> they were uh, painting it or whatever, and they were just taking a break. So my mom let him aside and like fed him and gave him some water and stuff. Uh-huh. And uh, you know how you know how moms get started talking about me and, or talking and stuff, and basically it ended up coming up that I played basketball and. I, my mixtape ended up going on the TV somehow. And they was like, man, you just throwing all this talent away. You need to do this, do that, whatever. So I ended up um, emailing the coach again for Lehigh because I don't play on their D1 team. And I was like, uh, yo, y'all having any workouts this summer? I'll be in the area or whatever. He emailed, me, he emailed me back like 15 minutes later. But I didn't reply until like six hours later because I went to the skate park right after I emailed. And um, he was basically like, we're going to be here for six weeks. We want you in the gym, whatever, whatever. Honestly, I just want to get in the gym to like literally just work out with them. So like I can like have a free gym to work out in. But, you know, I don't know. I was thinking about doing it just just because. Because there was like, if, if now, now listen, right? So... I'm on scholarship right now for just academics or whatever, but they think, and and they're, I don't think that this is going to work, but they was like, if you get a scholarship for academics and then you play sports and you good, they give you a scholarship for basketball and you could just pocket that. And tuition at my school is $75,000. So if that was true, <laughs> I could be pocketing literally 
over like half of the population's actual annual salary just pocketing that so I mean I was like that's enough to get me to try to (laughs) try to play on the team for a year at least but um yeah it's still f basketball now (laughs) no it's bro definitely because I bro after playing bro I'm like this is crazy bro like these niggas are crazy like I seen like I told you I seen the dude on the shoot the dude over, I honestly don't even know what. I don't even know what happened. They just started. The one dude was like, "Yeah, bitch ass white dude with that do rag on, thinking he black." And then from from there, it was just like, I was like, "Why did you just say that?" And then they like two buff ass dudes, bro. And then he was like, he was like the lights, the black. He wasn't black. He was like lighter than me, but I think he had some black in him. He was like, uh. I hate when white people try to come to the hood and think they run shit. And it was like, first of all, I was like, nigga, we're at UNLV, like we're at a college. Like this is like the opposite of a hood. And then- Nah, I mean, UNLV is like literally smack down in the middle of- Nah, it's not the hood, but it's not a- campus. But I'm just saying the area around it though. Like, it's not pretty, like- I don't think you should say, bro, we coming. Like, when I say I'm gonna go play basketball at UNLV, I don't think niggas is like, Bro, you going to the hood, bro. Make sure you safe. But like, I mean, even if it, regardless of that, it's yeah, just yeah. like I don't like when people try to throw that race bait out there because like, yeah, that dude can he, live there. Yeah, it's like regardless, <laughs> he probably do shit. First of all, but uh, and then like he was like, the white dude is funny, bro, because he was like he was standing back and he was just like going like this to the air, bro. I was dying, and like the white dude wanted a fight though. Like you could tell the white dude was like. I'm not gonna say really about it, but he he wanted he wanted to fight more than the other dude. The other dude was just like walking off talking shit. But I was just like, bro, y'all niggas is really like over here about over basketball. Over a pickup game. Over a pickup game. Like that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, bro, all you gotta do is call next. You're gonna be on the court in like a game or two. But bro. I don't, bro, I couldn't, I I had to like, I had to be like, bro, I gotta separate myself from this again. For real. And, like, that brings me to this video I saw on – bro, Facebook is a wild place. I'm going to just say that. But this video I saw on Facebook, like, these this couple was shoveling their ground or whatever. And and this is, this is, you know, a warning to y'all. Do not be bold because you never know when you might cross the wrong motherfucker. So, mm-hmm. this – okay. Oh, but, <laughs> no, you're not, like – there's some people that are way worse. So look, oh yeah, nigga, I know. I'm not even bad. Yeah, like th- this couple was shoveling they they snow, and I guess they got in an argument with their neighbor across the street. And the couple was like, "I don't know, no, not even a couple. The man, the cup, the wife wasn't even doing it. She was just standing there because her husband was there. And the oh. husband was like, "You're a pussy. You're this and that. Just talking shit to the other dude. So he was like, "All right, I'll show you a pussy." Went inside, got a gun, shot him, bang, bang. The wife, dumbass, literally saw him shoot him like three times. She's just holding the phone like, I recorded you, I got you. Turned to him, her, bang, shot her ass. Brought over her, fucking put the pistol to her dome, bang. Was like, I told y'all to stop talking shit. Murk both they ass in the middle of the day. So that just goes to show y'all. You don't know who you be playing with out there. So don't be trying to act all big and bad. There's some motherfuckers that are really mentally dumb. 
they're not stable. So something can set them off like that. So you can think that you're trying to be tough in front of somebody, but that can be the end of your life. Bro, facts. Like you literally don't know like who you're messing with. Like, and it'd be the and it could be the most not innocent looking man, because I don't think any man is innocent, but it could be the most like non-threatening person. And those be the most dangerous because you they can't fight. So what you think they're gonna do? They're gonna have to shoot you. Like they, they ain't gonna sit up there and try to squabble with you. And that's like I was talking to this one dude, and I don't know, we were talking about like being tough or something. And I was like, the toughest people are always the one that's gonna die first. Because even if you know how to fight, like people aren't fighting today. Like people like we're not in high school no more. Like niggas ain't, bro, let's go fight at, behind the gym after bro. school. Like niggas, niggas will shoot you. Like people ain't got time for all that. Bro, let me tell you what happened, bro. Literally the day before I came out here, I forgot about this completely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I moved into my, you know, and I'm, I'm going to keep this, you know, as non specific as I can, because I don't want any parties to get in any trouble with anybody is listening and I might just now I'm gonna say it right now just because I bring it up but if I didn't I would have just saved it for the pot so literally the day before I came out here right I just or two days before that I moved into my own off-campus place and I'm staying there for the summer and I'm I'm good homies with the the dude who whose name on leases like whose house it is right so uh it's like a weird road and like his the garage is like has a brick panel to where when you back out, you can't really see nobody. So he's backing out and he almost accidentally hits this dude, but it was completely on accident because he couldn't see. And the dude, he got mad and like just started mopping out. So they started getting this mouthing battle, trying to see who was the tougher one or whatever. I'm just sitting there like, bro, like, oh my gosh, because bro. All right. Anyways. So, he ended up backing out and the dude was talking mess and he started walking down and he was like, the dude beside me, you know, this dude that he almost hits on the football team. So he's a bigger guy. He's like six, six, probably weigh like 220. So he's on the football team. He's big. <laughs> and he has this like basket in his hand and he's walking down the street and uh, the dude beside me, he's like, I mean, he's probably like six foot, but he's skinny. He he's not like built no, like football that. player. Yeah, he's not built like that <laughs> at all. So, but he's not no bitch at the same time. So, he he backed out and then he floored it to right to this dude. Like I damn near thought he was about to hit him, but he didn't. He was just trying to scare him and just was back mouthing off. And they was mouthing off. And I'm literally in, the dude's on this side. The the driver sees this side. This is me. So he's on the outside yelling through. They yelling at each other. I'm just sitting there like this. Like, bro, it's 10 a.m. Like, come on. <laughs> so, um, yada, 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 whatever. We end up leaving because we was going to go to this quarry to like, just chill or whatever. There's like a bunch of cool just nature chill spots in PA. But um, we ended up couldn't get into that. So we circle back around and go back to the place. The football player ended up dumping his trash all in front of the garage. So my homie's just not about to go for that, right? Bro, literally, he has a metal rod. Like, you know them batons? He has one that's completely steel. Will break your neck if it hits you. Bro went outside hunting this man down. 
I mean, I'm not just gonna like let him go by himself. So we outside looking for a dude. <laughs> I don't even know his name or nothing. And then we um was walking around the whole camp, like the off-campus spot by the campus where every like all the students live and stuff. And uh was just walking around there, like asking random people, yo, you seen it? Uh, trying to describe him and shit. I'm like, bro, this is pointless. <laughs> but we end up going back and uh, I'm helping them clean up the trash and stuff. And there's an Amazon Prime, you know, box in there. So it had the Addy of the trash that was on there. So we go to the Addy and he knock on the door and like the dude peeked through the window and he see what he is so he don't open it. And he had the trash in the bag. So he was like, oh, this is his house. Dump all the trash on the porch. And he was like, don't fuck with this, all this now, mouthing off. And this is a football house. So this big ass, like this big black dude come out. Like bro was buff, <laughs> bro was buff. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't like, cause the dude had a metal rod. So he, they weren't about to do nothing, but they was just like mouthing off at each other. And again, I'm just standing there like, damn, I'm literally in this situation now. Then it do nothing. <laughs> but um, so yeah, the Duke, like they mouth off whatever, whatever. The homie parents, they're on the way to town. He ain't seen them in a while. Like, they're going, going out to dinner and stuff. So we go back to the crib. And they literally right around the corner from us. Like, this is they, their shit on, like, another street. And then you got to, like, walk, not even a street, like, half a street and turn the corner. And ours is right there. We can see they house from our street. That's how close it is. So we end up, we're chilling or whatever. A couple hours later, we are a knock at the door. Tell me why it's seven football players out there. Like, they about to try and jump us. So, first of all, I'm like, y'all are stupid as fuck because y'all are D1 athletes. Oh, you just some random dude. So, y'all would definitely lose the most trying to act tough, trying to fight us for something when y'all are D1 athletes. At the end of the day, I'm a student. One, it's going to look worse because I'm black. I mean, the other dude was white. And they had a black dude, too. But it would have just looked like six D1 athletes jump to two college students that's that's what the headline would have been and they were trying to act up six football like, players yeah i was like and it, the only protection he had was the metal rod and that's he was like that should have done some damage though yeah, do bro a lot, a lot. <laughs> but like we that ended up like we, they was talking like they we was all about to fight and i was like bro I really do not feel like getting beat up by no football players right now, but I'm not about to just leave you out here by yourself. But ended up, they ended up squashing it or whatever. But like the dude, the, my homie, but she's not crazy, but he was just trying to scare him. He was like, bro, y'all don't know me. I could be crazy as fuck. Like, you don't know who you're dealing with. Like, and he was basically like, after they squashed it, he was like, bro, you don't need to like, don't do this again because you never know who you're dealing with. Like I could really be crazy as fucking go inside, get my pistol and just air this bitch out and not give a fuck. Cause there's that's a lot of people like that in the world. That's, so, all yeah, that's just a quick story time of some fucking crazy dumbass shit that happened literally like three, four days ago. And it just shows you like, you never know who you're dealing with. So you could be trying to act tough. These football players just trying to act tough, trying to put their chest out because they football players. Could have ended up dead if they was fucking with the wrong type of yeah. Man. If be, he had a, a bad day and just didn't give a fuck. I'm gonna be honest, bro. I got pressed the other day, like bad, not bad, but I got pressed for sure. And because I was at the homie uh 
the dude Samaje plays. Yeah. And I had parked. I, I was wrong. You feel me? So I knew I was wrong. But I had parked in somebody else's spot. And he came out. He was like, hey, is this your car? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, you need to move it. So I was like, all right, but I'll move it. And I was just like, I had two, I had two different roads I could have went down, right? This is like, he's like a skinny white dude. Like I could have, I could have killed this man if I wanted to. So I had two roads. I can either like, either fuck this dude up or I could just move the car. No problems, right? Exactly. And it kind of made me, qu- no, listen. <laughs> listen. It kind of made me question if I want to be a good person for the rest of my life. Cause this is what happened, bro. <laughs> So I end up moving the car, no questions asked, right? I park outside, damn near get a ticket. That's not the worst part, right? So I can't park inside the gate because there's no more open parks. But at the time, I could have parked in there. So now I park on the side of the street, like at the top, because it's like on a hill. So I park on the top of the hill. Bro, tell me why the fucking car gets keyed, right? And (laughs) yes, bro, the car gets keyed. And I'm like, bro, I could have just beat this nigga's ass and just took his spot. I mean, even though, but then I was like, bro, I probably would like, probably would've just got kicked out the apartment, probably would've got, you know, t- sent to jail. But I was like, at least a nigga car would've been keyed. That's one plus, but- Who keyed your shit? Bro, I don't know. It was like, it was crazy. Cause it was like down that whole street. It was like cars was keyed. Somebody's windshield was fucking shattered. Somebody's windshield, like they threw a big ass rock and just shattered it. I was like, bro, like, Niggas is weird, bro. Like, what was the point? Bro, for real. Like, people just be doing stuff for no reason. Bro, just be doing shit. But, bro, yeah. Did you see the North Hollywood movie? Uh, right right before. All right. I was I was about to get to that. Before we get to that, while we're still on this basketball topic, I just wanted <laughs> to ask you, like, have you uh have you been paying attention to the NBA or anything? I know. I haven't at all. I'm sorry. I know the Lakers. I mean, I know the Warriors didn't make it. Oh, I didn't even know that. But like <laughs> I know like um yeah, that's actually since we neither of us I, the NBA playoffs is going on for those of y'all that want to Is it? Yeah. Yeah, it I think. They had like a tournament or some shit before. Yeah, I didn't I learned about that like at the end of it. I yeah. I think it's cool that they're doing that now though. I, I don't even know that. what it is if I'm being completely real with you. Yeah, I don't know that much. Either. I just know it was like a playoff before the playoffs, which is yeah. But now they're in the playoffs. My ho- this dude that um, you know, I did some business with or whatever, back on campus. Uh, he was at he was courtside at the Celtics versus the uh, Nets game, and I was like, this dude has to have money because one, KD, Kyrie, and James Harden was on that court, and Jason was the playoffs, and three is during COVID. And Jason Tatum. Yeah, and Jason Tatum. They're saying he's the next big thing. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, them, it's, them tickets had to be a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, North Hollywood. What you think about it, man? And those of y'all who don't know what we're talking about, North Hollywood is Illegal Civ's uh, first movie. Uh, Mikey Alford's, like, second or third, I think. But it's Illegal Civ's first movie that they put out. Uh, I really enjoy what they did. You know, I like, I respected a lot how they just like, cause like you've seen like the old videos of like, like a legal civ and it was just like, there was just like kids like having fun, but they really turned it into something like impactful. 
that's like the backstory. That I I really do like the backstory and like how Mikey Alfred did what he did. Yeah. The movie itself, I think it was. I think it was a good teen movie. Like I think like if you're like in middle school or high school, like you'll really like it. And if you skate, if you skate, you're gonna appreciate it regardless because it like the skateboarding is good. But as far as like you know, would an adult like really like enjoy it? Probably not. I didn't really. I didn't really grasp, I didn't really get a concept that was like super interesting. Like I get like, okay, he wants to be a pro skater, but he's like, I'm not gonna say he's getting bullied, but he's kind of like, like his dad, it's kind of like a cliche story. Like his parents yeah. don't want him. I didn't understand out. the conflict that he was going through. Like yeah. I got, I got it, but I don't know. It wasn't really like a real conflict. He was being a dick the whole time to me. The, yeah, the main character. Fuck yeah, that. bro was an asshole. Yeah, to like, to Aramis and the, uh, and, uh, yeah, and to his dad, like his dad was like, "Yo, could you put the 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 curtain in the shower when you take a shower?" He's like, "That was that's not going to make a difference." I'm like, "Nigga, just put the curtain in the goddamn shower." Bro. Yeah. <laughs> like a brat. But I mean, yeah. I understand it because, like you said, they do advertise themselves as the first team movie studio, and so. I and I like how it's realistic like that because they didn't like the protagonist wasn't like just this perfect ch- child. Like he had attitude problems. He was a fucking dick, like everybody else. So I I like that. I like that aspect of it. But like I said, I just don't know. Like if if I weren't to skate, first off, would I enjoy it? And if I was in my third, if I was, I mean, right now I barely enjoyed it because it was like a teen movie. Like I just felt like it was like, you feel me? Like I felt like it was for like some high, not High School Musical, but like like uh, what's that shit called? Twilight, like that type of shit, like that type of genre vibe. So it's nothing like Twilight, but <laughs> oh, I'm saying, no, I get what you mean though. It's like, like a theme thing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, like I said, they advertise themselves as the first team movie studio. Yeah. So I think for the the project they made and created, and the target audience they were shooting for, it was perfect for them. Like it was a. Now, maybe not perfect, but it was real. It was a good yeah. movie. It was one of the best skateboarding movies I've seen for sure. Yeah, for sure. Because one, just because like we're in the skate community, kind of, we're we're like, we're not like known in it, but we're in <laughs> it. We're, <laughs> yeah, we know. What like we on. know, like all the we know damn near everybody that was in the movie. Like, Bro, that first scene when they showed like everybody when he was trying to do the tray flip down the ten stair. And they showed like everybody. I was like, bro, this is cool as fuck, bro. Yeah, for real. I mean, and like you said, like for me personally, just because I'm older, like it didn't grasp my attention as much. But I know they're what they're not making it for yeah, older yeah. adults. They're making it for teens, so I respected it. At first, I was disappointed a little bit until I thought more about it, and I was only disappointed because I had so high of expectations. Same thing with Godspeed. Add a high, higher expectation at That's first. Fire. Yeah, looking yeah. back, it is fire. It is an amazing part. And I was like, there's not that many homies videos, but like they still had like a good amount of like clips yeah. that where they were just hanging out. And like I just had an expectation of it being more than what it was, and that's why like I was disappointed at first. Yeah. So like looking back, and I'm probably gonna watch North Hollywood when I go back to um. Like rewatch it again when I go back to uh, Bethlehem, but like I respect the effort they put in, especially because 
the main, the protagonist's uh, his character was based off of Mikey Alfred and the re- relationship he had with his dad and stuff. So like, I respect that one. Mikey was confident enough in himself and the growth he's made to be able to put, you know, the person he used to be on a mo- on display for a movie for the world to see. I respect that they were able to get it on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, yeah. all these, you know, different streaming platforms. Bro, and, and not only that, bro, they had to work for that. Like, they had, like, signed petitions and shit. Like, it wasn't like it was just, like, a contract deal. Like, exactly. it was, like, on Instagram, like, please comment 15,000 times so we can get this on yada, yada, yada. So I, I really, I think, I think the reason why I didn't enjoy it was because I looked at it, like, on a surface level too much. Like, it was just, I was being, like, not too critical, but it was just, I was looking at it as just a movie. But now that I'm, like, now that I've, like, sat with it, I'm, like, wow, this is, like, a lot more than a movie. Exactly. Like, Godspeed is much more than a skate video. Like, it's one of those generational, pivotal moments in not only skateboarding, but just, like, honestly, in, like, culture. Because it has, like, two million views. Like, it's, like, part of our culture, I believe. Exactly. And, like, if you just think about it, like, it, we get, I appreciate it more. Like if it was just a regular movie, I probably wouldn't appreciate it as much. But since I know what they had to go through to make that and to get it how it is, where it is. And they're literally just people like us, just like skateboarding and hanging out with the homies. That's what makes it like more of an impactful thing for me. Because it's like, it's easy to make a, a movie when you have a hundred million dollars behind you to back you super easy but but when you got you know you're by yourself and the only actors you can get is your friends that you skate with and you don't have funding like that so everything all the filming and all that is coming out your pocket it's not like you have a budget and they were still able to put together a pretty good decent film so you know i respect everything illegal civ puts out just because I know that it's hard. Like people can look at me and Andre, like this pod, MDH TV, and if they compare it to Joe Rogan, I mean, personally, I still think it's, it's, I think this shit is better than Joe Rogan, but that's because I'm doing it. But like from an outsider perspective, from a bird's eye view, if somebody just came and listened to ours and then listened to Joe Rogan, they'd obviously be like, Joe Rogan's way better at this than them because he has all these famous people coming on, yada, yada, yada. Whereas people who know us personally, they know the difficulties we have to go through to get these pods up, make these videos, get guests on, do this, do that. So it's more appreciated by people we know personally and just people who know the things we're going through to get these videos out, to to get these pods up, than it is they appreciate us more for what we're doing than they appreciate Joe Rogan for what he's doing because it's like, that's Joe Rogan's career. He's going to pay for that. We doing this out of the goodness of, we we probably losing money doing this. <laughs> but it's like, we're growing, we're improving. And that's the same thing I see Illegal Civ is doing with the movie. So that's especially why I really enjoyed it. Um, Yeah, I, 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 I appreciate them for doing what they did. I feel like not only is this moving skateboard culture along, it's just like, it's giving young people like hope that you can, like you don't have to be part of like a big corporation or like a big 
company to like get your name out there. Like Illegal Civ, like I think I think they collabed with like Converse once or something like that, but they don't have like a big name attached to them. They don't have like Sony or Paramount or whoever. I don't know who makes music. I mean movies. But like it literally just illegal Civ produces and direct and like Mikey Alfred directed it, which aren't like Mikey, nobody knows who Mikey Alfred is. Like he's not like a Michael Bay. But I really appreciate that. Have, didn't you did you watch uh Demon Slayer a little bit? Uh I watched the show. I haven't seen the movie, but I've, I've watched I think I've watched a good amount of the show. I was watching it when it was still coming out on Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. So I haven't seen it since then because I, I was completely caught up and I just didn't, I didn't know they were still coming out with episodes. Now that it's on Hulu, I think like the whole first season, I think it's like 50 episodes. Demon Slayer? It's like 20, it's like 28. Like oh. 20, 28? Yeah, well, something like yeah, that. Yeah. I'll probably end up... um watching it right now i'm like busy watching cowboy bebop have you seen that Mm-mm. that's pretty good is that anime yeah that i'm watching naruto? that i'm still on naruto i'm sorry but i only watch like i have to be focused to watch naruto because it's not dubbed oh yeah that's true that's yeah so like i have to like be reading the the subtitles and stuff and sometimes at night like I want to watch like an anime, but I I won't like want to pay attention to yeah, it enough to read it. So I'll, I'll usually watch Cowboy Bebop or something. Bro, there's another one I've been watching. But I forgot. But yeah, how was the uh movie? Bro, that Demon Slayer movie, nigga, that shit is fire, bro. Like the graphics are fucking. I don't have you ever you didn't watch Dragon Ball Z, but like Dragon Ball Z is known for having like some of the best graphics. It like blew Dragon Ball Z out the water. Like to me, with the with the graphics and the animation, the the plot was like hella good. The fights were hella good. The 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 new character, not new character, but the character that was like more introduced in depth that they brought in was magnificent. Like I think that movie was like the best movie I've seen in the last like two years. For easily i've seen it twice i've seen the dub one and the sub one Dang. and the dub one usually like you know how like dub there is usually trash compared to sub the yeah. dub wasn't bad at all it just it just felt like a little like more childish like it felt like it was like kind of like for kids more but yeah that shit is fire bro the soundtrack is fire watch the theaters yeah rengoku is fire hey how was that like, I haven't been oh. to theaters since COVID. Yeah. I think that maybe, I think that's like a factor in it. Like, especially the soundtrack and like the sounds that were going on. Cause like, you know, the movie theater sounds way different than anything else. So I think that's like why I like loved it so much the first time. Cause it was just like, oh shit, like I'm back in the theater. This screen is bigger than my laptop, all that. And then the second time is like when I really like appreciated everything. Like nigga, I, bro, I almost cried. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like if I if like if I wanted to cry, like if I wanted to make myself cry, that's the movie I would put on to cry. I feel that. Like yeah, there's like you know I'll watch some good movies. They're usually rom coms that I watch, and like I'll just get that Denzel cheer, like the <laughs> straight cheer, and I'll be like. Duh, bro. Naruto, Naruto had me the closest to crying. I think. 
Nah, don't tell me actually. Nah, you've seen the part. Oh. Uh, you seen him fight pain, right? No. What? I know. I've been on that arc for a while. I know you. That, that's why I thought you watched it because last time you said I'm when they fight. I'm when uh, he fights pain. No, I'm a. I'm a dedicate tomorrow to it. That you seen the part? The part when he taught you though, right? Yeah. When he fought Sasuke. Yeah. Yeah, that part I almost. almost Bro, and this is how I know I'm slacking. Titus is caught up to me. Yeah, but he's on it. He's on the Itachi part right now. We was watching it together. Oh, wait. And like, I put him on the Naruto, and like, he was on like the beginning Naruto, and he's already caught up all the way through. Bro, you bullshitting, bro. I am. You want to get thick and shit? I am. (laughs) No, but um, you have to wear a mask. Nah. We don't have. We really don't have to wear masks anywhere, to be honest. Out here. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, go ahead. Like, there's like some places that I say it, but like, I've only been to one place that says please wear your mask. Other than that, bro, you could. I still walk in with mine, because you know I don't want to lie to nobody, but like I'll take it off right when I get in. Like, there's hella people without masks. Oh, yeah. I thought like, it was like a mine, gradual decrease. That shit, niggas just stop cold turkey. Yeah, like, I'll wear mine like like this. I'll, I always have my nose exposed because, yeah. like, I just can't breathe with it over. But, like, as soon as I see one person without their mask, I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to be a bot. If I see one person without the mask, I'm not wearing it. I do wear it at the gym, though, because, you know, you know how you be making ugly faces when you lift? Like, this is an excuse, so you feel me? Niggas ain't got to see my fucking orgasm face. No, I mean, I had to wear it at the gym on campus. Like, the only time I wore it was when I was on campus. I was like, you know, I'll mouth off at some motherfuckers that, you know, I go to school here. <laughs> like, oh, bro, let me tell. I just went through so much stuff, like, over the last week, man. So, you know, I, you know, after I was sick or whatever, I had an ape for, like, a long time. And, you know, I had a weakness. It was, I was weak, bro. I was craving a Big Mac for some reason. I know. So I went to McDonald's for literally, literally the first time in probably like eight, eight months, at least seven, seven, eight, nine months. Had the worst experience. We'll never go back. And it really, it made me realize why the fuck I don't go to McDonald's. <laughs> so I walked in with, with my mask on. Well, first off, because the PA governor was like, you don't have to wear masks no more. They literally came out and Biden was like, you don't have to wear masks no more either. So I walked in without a mask. They was like, you got to put your mask on. I was like, one, I got my two shots of the Moderna. I got my vaccine. And I was like, Biden and the governor was like, I don't have to wear masks no more. And they was like, basically on some bullshit. So I ended up getting a mask. And this bitch wanted to be petty. So I had it on and it was literally pretty much over my nose. And she was like, like <laughs> I was like, like, what the fuck? So I ended up just leaving. And the homie, like he ordered for me. And these motherfuckers gave me like one sauce. So I went back to try and get, get another sauce. They did not want to give me another sauce. And they was just trying to explain to me why they couldn't give me another sauce. And like I did the rudest shit I ever did. I just walked out like in the middle of her talking, like without giving a fuck. And that's why I was like, I'm never going back to McDonald's because one, I don't like the type of person I just was. 
And two, I just went through too much bullshit for this weak ass food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. I don't fuck that. I can't eat McDonald's. I mean, uh, actually, since you said that, I mean, I ain't gonna get a bit. I ain't gonna go up there, but that shit did sound kind of good. I mean, no, I nah, like it was like all right, but I was like, this shit was not worth like all that negative energy I just went through. What if like, it? Was, what if they were like? What if they just gave you your shit? No problem. It still wasn't even that good. Like now, like now that it's just like food, like that's not even good to me no more. You know? Yeah. I mean, something more vegetables and stuff. Bro, I had I had Jack in the Box like two nights ago. Bro, that shit was so good. Like I rarely have Jack in the Box. Like I rarely eat like fast food like that, like the trash type. But that shit, that that hit different for sure. You know, I, I you know sometimes. Sometimes you gotta do that. Cause I was because yeah. before that or that day, I was in the sauna for like 25 minutes on top of the boxing class that I went to. So like I was like, I yeah. had burned a lot of calories. You feel me? I had Honestly, like as long as you're doing stuff in moderation, nothing is bad. Like nothing is a bad substance. What makes it bad is like how humans abuse and use it. So like if you go to McDonald's like once every month or once every couple of months. It won't kill you. But if you go there every day, you will die from it. Like, it literally. might not kill you, yeah. Yeah, maybe. But, maybe. <laughs> like, and I was even thinking, like, you know, this is just, like, a little thought thing. Not telling y'all to do anything. But, like, even, like, with drugs and stuff. Like, if you do meth, like, once. Like, there's, no, nah, no. Nah, this is, like, so serious. Because there's a, a professor at Columbia. And, like, he regularly does small doses of heroin. He's literally like, he's literally like the head of one of the departments at Columbia University. Like, this is an Ivy League school. And he went on a TED Talk talking about he does, regularly does, like, I think he was on Joe Rogan too, but he does, like, small doses of heroin and stuff. And it just goes to show, like, yeah, some drugs are terrible for you, but they're only terrible for you if you abuse and use them all the time. Like, your body not... You're not going to die from doing, well, nah, you might, but <laughs> but if you do, like, heroin once, I guess that dude didn't die. I, I don't understand. Like, that dude didn't die. I didn't watch the full TED Talk. I like watched, like, a clip, but <laughs> he was basically saying, like, how some drugs in small doses are, are actually good for you. But yeah, like, did, like, like mushrooms. a little addicted to heroin and he would see himself like become a little irritable when he was off it yeah see that's what i heard about heroin is like it's just so addictive i think it's the most addictive drug if i'm not if I'm not mistaken more addicted than meth i i don't know um, they might be the same but i think I, heroin, I think heroin might be a little bit more addictive because i heard heroin gives you like a feeling like no other of like euphoria I mean, I don't know from personal experience, <laughs> possibly, allegedly, but I'm just playing. <laughs> I, bro, I can't stick a needle in my arm, bro. That's bro, just. Facts. I, I didn't. I didn't even want them to put the IV in my arm. Yeah, I don't know how you did that shit, bro. I'd have been like, nigga, just let me dehydrate, bro. I'll faint again, bro. Please don't put that needle. In my arm. I was like that bad to where I just did not care. I was like, bro. <laughs> Please fix me. <laughs> I was like, I was 
Dude, open open my legs if you got to. Bro, that was like, yeah, I felt literally hopeless. Oh. No, like, nah, that's the feel. I felt hopeless as fuck. <laughs> like, bro. I damn near was like, bro, y'all can do whatever y'all want to me right now. Like, yeah. that's how. Oh, that's why. Like, oh, that's why you texted me. You was like a mouth is a mouth. Bro, no. <laughs> no, just I actually got that from somewhere. That wasn't my own doing. But um, Kwame Brown. So you talked <laughs> a short little two minute clip one. What what was your initial thoughts on like? Well, for starters, for those of y'all who don't know who Kwame Brown is, um, he's a what is this dude? No, I'm just playing. But he's a, a ex NBA player. He went um, number one overall in the 2001 draft, I believe. Should he did? He was the first person to come straight out of high school to the NBA. And his like reputation in the NBA is that he was a bust, like one of the biggest busts all time. Mm-hmm. He got drafted to the Wizards and was playing under uh, Jordan. And he ended up playing 13 years in the league, anyways. But um, when he was on the Wizards, he was saying that Jordan just beat him down all the time. And that he didn't right. really want him there because they initially drafted him to trade him for somebody else. Like, you know, like how like LeBron drafted Jabari Parker to trade for Kevin Love. Yeah, like yeah, like Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah so they'll draft certain players to trade for certain players. But the trade didn't end up going through. So Jordan was stuck with somebody that he didn't want. So he was just shit on him constantly. <laughs> and you got to realize that Kwame Brown was one, he was only 18 at the time because he just came straight out of high school. And now he's playing with a bunch of grown men in the NBA. So his mental wasn't up to par as it, as at least as those other NBA players were just because they've been in that environment for so long. So his confidence was, his confidence was shot. He didn't believe that he could really, be the star that he could be anymore and he didn't have the best career he could have so a lot of the analysts NBA analysts like Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless and all them they would use him as a like a talking point to shit on all the time all the time because uh they would use him as a talking point to shit on all the time because like he was this big bust or whatever so like there would literally be memes of him. Like, there was a Kobe meme, and it would be like, uh, on this night and whatever date, Kobe and Kwame Brown combined for 82 points. Kobe had 81, Kwame. Yeah, that, that's him. That's him. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> recently, he came out of the woodworks and started shitting on everybody that was talking shit about him. And, like, his main point was, like, he, he was never supposed to make the NBA anyways. He didn't have a dad growing up. His dad was in jail, came from a single mom household. Mom had like seven kids, taking care of them on her own, was in the hood. The black, literally so, the same story so many black people have in this country. Yet he made it out, was able to buy his mom a house on a golf course, do all these things. Yet, and the public perception of him was that he was a failure in life damn near. And he's been shitting on. He was just tired of it. So he's been on YouTube just ranting about all these people that was talking shit about him. And there was a podcast that really set him off. And you might know it was Stephen A. Jackson or Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes or whatever. Oh, the Up and Smoke one? 
Yeah, that yeah, that one. They was just like shitting on him for hours or whatever. And he was just coming back. He was like, like y'all, he was like, y'all whole perception of life and reality and what success is is skewed. I mean, I'm saying it much more nicely than he did. And he was going in on him. But he was like, y'all think y'all successful because y'all got a show or whatever and what all this stuff. But at the end of the day, you still gotta take cues from um from the white man basically or these higher ups like you're not your own boss you don't have all this whatever whatever he said i got my own land he's basically just shitting on them with facts and a lot of people was hating on him for it and was saying that he was bitter and stuff even though everything he was saying was very valid so yeah recently he's just been in the the media and stuff and um i've been listening to some of his podcasts and he's been saying like a lot of stuff that makes a lot of sense like and, and then he started he and then he brought it political and was saying like how pe- he was like black people are still being tricked by voting democrat and he was like i'm not saying that i'm a republican i vote republican but the democrat he was just basically going in on like all these different points and stuff and it was the first time that an athlete really went in like that on uh these avenues these categories of society so I just respected it and I fucked with it a lot because he really let his nuts hang. Like he didn't care what nobody said about him. He didn't care the backlash he got for it or nothing. Cause he was going to say what he felt and say it how he wanted to. And that's where I got the, Ooh, baby, I want to bust all on you. Cause he was like, y'all are calling me crazy and saying that I need to chill out for talking and cussing and like speaking my mind. But he was like, my daughter can go turn on the radio in the car and listen to a song about somebody busting all on her face, and that'd be considered normal. So yeah, I know you watched that that short clip about um, overprotective moms or moms like trying to protect their sons too much. Mm-hmm. What did you think about that? I think that made a lot of sense because it's like it's so hard for like, and I'm well, I know I know it's so hard to look at a mom as like. Well, actually, no, because I looked at my mom like, like I knew she would slap the shit out of me if I if something happened. But it, once you get to a certain point, like to a certain age, you know, because like I know like my mom can't like physically hurt me no more. Like I knew that when I was like 14, like she can't like she, what she can do, punch me in the face. I mean, I would probably hurt, but like it wouldn't you feel me like it would like be you could win in a fight if it came yeah, down to it. Exactly. And it's like. You kind of need that man. To, like he said, you need that man to come in there and like rough him up a little and like, you know, not even necessarily beat him or anything, but just like shake him. And I think it's show him like how life is for men because yeah. life for men and life for women are completely different in society. Completely different. And so a woman. Young, oh, my bad. But if you're a young man and your social cues are all coming from your mom because you, you don't have a father figure in your life. All your cute, you're just going to be walking through society from a woman's perspective and you don't even know it. But, and that's why he was like, these moms, they got to stop being so strong and let their sons fuck up so they can understand at a young age. And like, there was a story about this dude who was on death row and he was like, Mom, you love me so much and you tried to protect me so much that you are the reason that I'm here right now because you let me get away with so much stuff that it got to a point where I just thought I could get away with anything 
to where I killed somebody and now I'm on death row. Mm -hmm. And it just shows that while it wasn't her fault, what he did, she was shielding him from the realities of life. And he was, he didn't realize that, you know, decisions had consequences. Yeah. And I feel like as a parent, it's so hard to find that balance between like, yeah, you want to protect your kid and yeah, you want them not to get in trouble. But at the end of the day, like he's got to face it. Like I've always thought of like the scenario, like, damn, if my kid were to kill somebody, would I like try to try to hide him away or whatever? Or would I let him, you feel me, do what, do what he has to do and like go to jail or whatever? And I'm stuck because I'm like, if he, if he just doesn't face any consequences, like he took a life, like that's like, there should be some type of, if you just took a random life or like an innocent life or a life that was not innocent to you, but it was innocent to the world, like, I don't, I think you should have to face consequences at least a little bit. I mean, I don't know, like if I agree with the, with the penal system, but if you just go off scot-free, who's to say you're not going to do it again? And also who's to say that, you know, the value of taking somebody's life or, you know, the not even just like taking your life is like an extreme example, but just like taking candy from a store. Like, yeah, you on a surface, it looks like a piece of candy, but this is somebody's job. Like this is somebody's life. Like somebody put their life into this business and you you're threatening it. So as a parent, you can't just let him go scot-free because you're taking food off their table in a sense. So it, it just like if somebody would take food off your table, you wouldn't let them go scot-free. So one thing I liked about how my dad brought me up is like, when I stole something, he treated me like I stole something. Like when I stole something from him, I got my ass beat like I stole something from him and I was just a stranger. And I really appreciate that because it taught me not to steal again, because I know even if it's not my dad, I'm a get, I can get my ass beat by somebody else if I steal from them. Whether it's the police, whether it's just a random nigga on the street, it's a possibility. Dad whoop your ass, you know a random motherfucker. Yeah, will beat the shit out of me. Exactly. So yeah. I think, I think, yeah, you got to find that balance, and it may be hard, but, but back to you, back to the first point about the women, and having a father figure, I feel like yeah, it's important that the dad, like you said, even if y'all not together, it's it's important to have that just a manly figure, in not in the household but in his view, so he knows that there's somebody dominant in this relationship. Because once you hit 17, you could, your mom really can't do shit to you physically. I mean, like financially and like emotionally, like she can hurt you. But I mean, unless you just, unless your mom just built like that, she's not going to beat you up. Thanks. Like, yeah, that's the, people don't realize that the importance of having a father figure, an active father figure at that in the household is, especially when raising young men, young boys. Because and young women too. Yeah, for real. Because a lot of women, a lot of young girls, they just dotted out now because they didn't have the right supervision, the right influences. Mm-hmm. It's like I remember I used to be scared to have a like daughter. Now I kind of want one because I know that I'm gonna raise them her the right way to where she's not wilding out like Cardi B and shit. <laughs> like if you're scared to have a daughter, that's because you're you know yet you can't raise her right. Yeah, you're not prepared. Yeah, exactly. I don't feel like I'm prepared yet, to be honest. I'm not right now, definitely. I cannot <laughs> have a kid right now. But 
I'm just saying, like, I know. And, like, I feel like parenting's a lot. You can't really plan for it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't plan how it's going to be when you have a kid. But because I try and think all the time about, like, how I want to raise my kids. And, like, my main thing is, like, do I want to raise them in society or not? Because society is, like, so fucked up and it's so demented and it's not even reality. I don't really want to even have them, like, I don't even want to, like, pollute their mind with the damn near. But I realized that they're going to probably have to interact with it at some point. So there's no use in me shielding them from it because then they're unprepared. Yeah. So, like, yeah, it's really something I've been thinking hard about. Like, do I want to raise my kids in the woods and just teach them, like, actual life, actual reality? Or do I want to raise them in the city where there's so many things that can impress, have this impression on them, but they'll be able to interact with people, which I is think, really important. I think how I want to, because I think this is kind of like how I was raised. I want to make it to where they do interact with society, but they understand how to recognize when it's like bullshit. So, because if they don't interact with it at all, then one day they're going to have to, regardless, because you have like, it, you want to live off the map. Like, but- like you, you're not going to be here the entire, so even if they don't, even if you shield them your entire life, as soon as you die and they show up, you, you, they're yeah. not prepared. Or the minute they need like a job or something or whatever, they want to go to college, they're going to have to interact with society. So I'd rather teach them at a young age how to like overcome it than just trying to like when they're 18, just be like, hey, like make sure you watch out for this because once you're older, it's like, it's harder to like wield something into somebody. Yeah, for real. And it's like, I've been thinking about this a lot too. Like I think about bilingual people right and like if i were to learn a new language i would have to learn it as english being my base language because i think in english i talk in english all that but with bilingual people sometimes it's different especially if they learn the languages at a young age and their mind actually thinks differently and i ask all bilingual people i ask them do you have a base language that you translate the other languages into in your head to understand it? Or do you understand that language as it is? And some people are like, they have to, and it's usually people that learn it later on, like in high school, where they have to translate it back to English to understand it, and then translate the English to, let's say Spanish to speak it or whatever. But the people who learned it at a young age, they don't have to do that. They literally think in two languages. And I thought that was powerful. So I was like, if I take my kids out, and the only reason I think in English is because I was in the societal setting, that's all I knew and learned or whatever. So I was thinking, I was like, it would be like, I wonder how, because once you learn a language, you're putting your mind in a box. Because that's, I can literally only think in English, right? But I was like, how did I used to think when I was a baby before I knew English? before I could talk, you know, before I had all these outside, you know, impressions and powers, you know, making impressions on me. So I really want to explore like the power of the human mind. And I know this is terrible, but I kind of want to use my kids as like 
test. I, mean, I was thinking the same thing. I want to like not like in a like terrible way. Like I'm not gonna. There, I'm obviously gonna have what's the best interest for my kids because yeah. I'm gonna teach them what I wish I was taught. I'm gonna just say I'm gonna be very observational. Yeah, like to my kids, I'm not gonna like you know put them through. I mean, I'm gonna put them through like you know little like obstacles, little tests just to see how they react. But I'm gonna be like I'm a I want to be because kids are so interesting to me. They're kind of like dogs. Like you know how dogs just like can just focus on one little like a toy for hours for like a whole day. Like a kid, you give a kid a toy and they'll play with that shit for hours. So it's like, it's interesting to me how like their mind works. Not interesting enough for me to like study it, but just to, you know, watch it. For, I don't want to watch kids, but watch my own kid. Cause I would like, cause it's true. Like a part of me is in there. So I know like parts, like hints of me are in that child. And I want to see how I acted as a child. Cause I know I act like, I mean, I people tell me I act like my dad or I look like my dad like certain expressions and stuff and it's like I don't realize it so I know it's gonna be the same thing with my kid they're gonna like do shit like they're probably just gonna be like I'm trying to think of something I do fuck I can't think like just saying a bunch of bullshit yeah they probably just gonna be rambling and I'm gonna be lost and I'll be like bro that's crazy like this is I I hear myself in this shit and then yeah, and I'm and then he gonna be then I'm gonna be like, what'd you say? And he'd be like, oh. right. <laughs> he'd be like, bro, I'm gonna be honest with you, I wasn't listening at all. Yeah, I'm not gonna get mad at my. I, I mean, I probably am, but like, I'm gonna try my hardest never to get mad at them. Like, especially like when they do something wrong, because I know they're just curious, and it's yeah, like wrong to know. punish somebody for being curious. And they don't know. Like, I'm never gonna get mad at my kid for like doing some shit they don't know is wrong. Like when dogs do shit, like I don't get why niggas get so mad. Like when they tear up shit, it's like nigga, you left your shoe out. Exactly, and especially like, like a parent will do something and then be mad when their kid copies them. Right. I'm the I'll be, if I see something that my I don't like my kid doing, I'm first gonna look at the behaviors I'm look doing, and then I'm gonna change my behaviors because I'm not gonna be the type of person that that's like hypocritical thinking right there. I mean, unless it's, like, drinking and smoking, that's different. But, like, as far as, like, behaviors, like, I'm not going to sit here and do something and then be like, nah, you can't do that. Do you, um, are you going to let your kids cuss in front of you? Yeah, they're just words. I mean, it depends. Like, I'm not going to let them disrespect. But I'm going to raise them in a way where they won't even think of disrespecting me, though. Cause I'm gonna respect them. I feel like if you respect somebody, like full heartedly respect them as a human being, they will naturally respect you. Mm -hmm. They're kids. They don't. They don't. They don't really understand that yet. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess. They, My kids I, don't like. Kids aren't gonna be like. If you respect me, I'm gonna respect you. They just gonna be like. This but they, they, they understand the concept of like. They don't know if somebody's being a dick to them versus, like, being nice to them. I don't know, bro, because, like, seven-year-olds, they'll talk your ear off, and you be sitting there, don't say shit back to them. They'll just keep talking. That's facts. <laughs> bro, that's why I don't like kids, bro. They don't know when to stop. They don't know when you're not interested. Nigga, they kids. <laughs> bro, if it's not my kids, bro, I don't want nothing to do with them.
I hate kids with a passion. Like that nigga, that nigga, uh, Titus, bro. I hate that nigga. Damn. No, <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's, that's really all I had, you know, um, we two pods deep today. You already know. So we've been talking for like five hours. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you got any final words or any anything else you want to talk about before we get off here? Um, feel me? Just, just be safe out there. It's crazy. You know, people are dying over basketball games, and dying over, dying over, dying over shoveling. They motherfucking, they they literally, motherfucking actually die. literally. <laughs> so, bro, safe. oh, like I forgot. There was this one video on Facebook, right? This dude. Just trying to do a job, just trying to deliver some pizza. And then he gets to the door and this dude was trying to act tough. He was like, yo, I don't see your car. He was like, don't deliver pizza around here. I know you've been trying to talk to my girl, whatever, whatever. The dude, the dude is literally like, bro, I don't know your girl. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm literally just trying to deliver this pizza. They took the pizza from that nigga and was like, hell no, you can't do it. Like, get out of here, whatever, whatever. So he was like, what the fuck? And you could tell him, like, he was thinking, he was like, should I like turn up right now or should I not? He was like, what the fuck? And he turned around. He was like, bro, nah, fuck that. Pull this gun out. He was like, get your ass on the ground, nigga. To all, there were like four of them. He was like, he was like, I ain't getting, the dude was like, I ain't getting on the ground. He was like, nigga, get on the ground. And bro got on the ground. He robbed him all. He was like, I was just delivering pizza. And you made me do this shit. And he got his pizza and got up out of there. And I was like, see, you don't know who you be dealing with. You At can all, be acting tough and die. Yeah. So don't like, I'm glad he didn't shoot him. I'm glad he was smart enough not to do that. But I respect that he pulled the gun out and like showed them niggas like bro, them niggas was, hey, this nigga was probably traumatized, bro. They ain't never ordered pizza, none of that shit. Bro, I'll be scared shitless if a nigga told me to get on the ground. But I mean, like, that nigga had it coming because he was yeah, yeah no, I, I get that. But I'm just saying, bro, he was trauma like, bro, that's you just think you finna go press somebody, they fucking pull out a gun on you? Like, God, dude. I think that's why everybody should, you know, carry a gas because that's the most equalizer. Bro, that's why, like I told y'all, bro, it's not high school. You can't just walk up to a nigga and press him and just expect him to be like, nigga, let's fight. And you know, in Texas now, they just passed the bill where you can open carry without a permit. Yeah, I heard that. I'm moving to Texas. <laughs> Now, I don't know if I, nah, because I feel like if you're in an area where you don't know who has a gun, you're not going to mouth off like that because you're not even going to take that, unless you're just a dumbass, but yeah. you're not going to want to take that risk because you don't know what somebody might have. Like, if you see somebody with a gun, then you're like, all right, well, I know not to fuck with him. Bro, I be getting scared. If everybody bro. can steal the carrying. You better be on your fucking tiptoes, nigga. <laughs> oh God, you better not jump. The, you better not drop nothing. You better not look at me the wrong way. Like I was on the bus, um, going to the airport. I was on the Greyhound coming from Allentown to Philly, and I don't know. I just like had a weird feeling about these two niggas, right? Because I had, like a kind of big wad of cash. It wasn't even that much. It was mostly ones, but it looked like a big wad. And uh, I had to, I paid for some food, so they might have saw me take it out and put it back in my backpack. 
you know, like how niggas be sometimes. So I went and sat on the bus and I was by myself and I saw they was talking to each other and looking at me before I got on the bus. And one sat like across from me and one seat up. And one sat directly behind me, but like one row back. And I had to be on my tiptoes the entire time. Cause I was like, bro, they not about to catch me whacking right here. Like, and I kept looking at, and the dude, I think like, cause I really think they was thinking about robbing me like dead ass. Cause they was texting each other and shit. And, but I kept eyeing this nigga. And like, I was like acting like I, I didn't have shit though. Like I was completely unprepared. But like, I just, I, I was looking at this nigga dead, like in his eyes. And he was like trying not to make eye contact. And, I, and like when the bus ended, I got up and it's like, he damn near waited for me to get up. So I got up, put my backpack on and like was waiting for heads to get off. And these niggas are like literally directly behind me. And like, literally like, and you know like how it is, people gotta get their bags and shit. So like, you gotta wait a little bit. So like, I would walk forward and whenever somebody had to wait, I'd turn and just look at them niggas. <laughs> Like, you never know, nigga. You got to be prepared at all times. Hell yeah. Speaking of that, it was another story. Uh, when I was in California this last this last time, I had I had split up from uh, my dad and my aunt and my stepmom. And because I went back to the hotel, I was hella tired. And so they drive, they go to, because the funeral was in, oh, it was in Oakland. But we stayed in another place. I don't even know what it's called. But they went deeper, like, into Oakland or whatever. And I guess they were driving down the street. And mind you, my my aunt, she's, like, in a Mercedes because she rented a car. Like, a ni- bro, the nicest car I've ever been in in my life. So she's driving, like, in the, in, the, in the slums of Oakland, right? But they're, like, but, like, my family's from there. Not from Oakland, but, like, my dad, like, he knows, like, you feel me, yeah. where not to go. But they had just went to my dad's friend's house to pick up a book. So that's the only reason why they was there. So they're driving, right? And then my stepmom in the back seat, and she said she seen like, she seen this car go like, whoo. Like she was about, like they was about to crash into him. But my aunt moved out the way. And then they they drive like up. And then they look in the car. All First of all, all of them got ski masks on, right? So then they look, bro, I was, I was like, my dad didn't even tell me this. It was my stepmom that told me this. And then, so they look in the car and I guess my dad was like, he just like kind of leaned back. But I guess they just saw that it was like, either they saw it was black people or they saw like, you know, my dad was looking at Tim, something, bro, something just changed their mind. And then they just like skirted off. I was like, holy shit, that is, just, that's so scary. I'm happy I wasn't there. Cause if it was me, you know. And I would have started letting off shots. Yeah, cause you know, you know, I keep that thing on me, bro. See, that's the crazy dumb thing. They was thinking about hitting a lick. They don't know who was in that car. They could have. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Killed that. They they lucky I wasn't in there, bro. Shit. For real. Shit. I would have punched them through my windshield and through theirs. Yeah. Yeah, that's a strong ass punch. That's a long ass arm. Nigga, you <laughs> 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 gotta go. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, we supposed to been wrapped it, so we told two stories. <laughs> yeah, uh, any last words? Um, nah, just you know, I hope y'all stay positive, stay safe, 
stay smart in these streets because you never know what could happen for real. Um, watch Demon Slayer, the show yeah, in. Watch that shit. That shit is fire. Watch North Hollywood if y'all haven't. Yeah, watch that too. The homies, honestly. Yeah, I'm made out the homies, but support that. Yeah, watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I hope you know this summer is probably going to be a good one. This you know pandemic shit is finally over. Um, Sleepy Joe said y'all don't gotta wear masks no more. So y'all and literally like nobody pay attention. All right, last thing. I'm sorry, but oh, damn. Bro, did you see? All right, before bro, we get off, we forgot the Palestine. Yeah, I know. That's why I just looked at. It. That's why I was like, fuck. We yeah, let's it. do that real quick. All right, yeah. Before right, we, just, yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't know that much about it, honestly. And it's a serious issue. So we're going to be serious about it. Yeah, it's kind of serious, I guess. But um, yeah, so basically like Israel and Palestine are, they're either currently at, are at war or were at war. Niggas was sending hella missiles at each other and just blowing the shit up. But um, yeah, uh, how you feel about the whole situation? I, I don't know. I honestly, I don't know too much about it. I don't want to speak on it. I, I feel like... I don't know. I just, you know, it's yeah. that it's that conspiracy theory theorist in me that's like, we know why they why they doing this. We yeah. we know, but you feel me? But I do like. I mean, if it if it is legit, which I'm sure, like I'm sure a lot of it is, I do feel bad for those people over there. But I mean, it's not a lot I can do about it. And yeah. you know, I try not to like stress myself over things I can't control. Yeah, and it's like. A lot of people, they try to put their two cents in and have an opinion about everything when they don't even know what's going on. Like, we can say that perfectly honest. Like, I, I personally don't know too much about that situation. So you're not going to hear me talk too much about it. I will say that it's just an unfortunate situation all around, like for yeah. both parties, wh whichever side that you're on, whether you're for Palestine or for Israel or whatever, like. It's just an unfortunate situation that people got to send missiles at each other. And and that's like the reality that we're living in over, you know, some land. And um, I just think that it's clear what side the U.S. government has chosen. They sent $46 billion to Israel. Couldn't give the American people any money during a pandemic, but could send $46 billion to Israel. Um, that's the one thing. Yeah. That's one thing. That's one thing. It's like it shouldn't even in the first place. It shouldn't be our issue, but we're investing in that issue, which is going to lead to us being part of it, which is going to lead to other things. Like now, now Palestine is going to have a, a grudge towards us since we're helping one side. When in reality, this isn't our battle. It never was. It shouldn't be. Like, we're literally like, nigga, the country literally just got back walking again, and niggas is already sending money to the Middle East. That's tough, but I don't know. Yeah. And like, I don't too much because I, like you I can said, just tell what side the government chose because I don't know if you saw Joe Biden, uh, a reporter asked him, and this, like, this is how you know that our fucking reality is a joke. So Joe Biden can do a whole segment 
with YouTubers about the COVID vaccine, right? Uh, yeah. But as soon as a, a reporter asked him about like his opinions on the Israel-Palestine, uh, you know, the conflict or whatever, you know what he said to her? He was like, ask me that, he said, step in front of my car, ask me that question again while I press on the gas. Basically insinuating he was gonna run her the fuck over while she asked the question. Oh shit, oh, I thought of a different way, but. So yeah, that's the reality we live in. Yeah, that's crazy. It's just sad, like. That's crazy that that nigga really got on there with YouTube influence. And he said that shit and nobody even blinked, but he went on the fucking YouTube with YouTubers talking about COVID vaccine. Like, it's just sad to see that nobody's holding him to the same standard that they was holding the former president to. And, and you feel me? Before we let it go, Spike Lee. Come on, brother. Come on, nigga. I, we saw the, did you see his commercial? He, he's had a commercial and in influence. I'm just saying, bro, that was supposed to be our knight in armor. But whatever, bro. It is what it is. We got niggas like Mikey Alfred making movies now. We don't need Spike Lee. Facts. But yeah, we're going to wrap it up. Thank y'all for listening if you made it this far. Uh, if, you really? made it this far if you made it this far, I'm going to tell you guys a secret. I don't, I don't have one. Uh, Why did you just lie to them, man? No, because I, I was going to think of one. Uh, okay, this is a secret. Three, and I'm going to just end it on this. We're virgins. <laughs> <laughs>